daylight, start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. He'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, just as wrong. You better call Saul. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I am joined by Samantha Russell. Hello. Brian Craig. Hello, babe. And Michael Henley. Hello. Hello. Thank you all for being here. Uh, we are a few days away from the return of the end of the second part of the final season <laughs> of Better Call Saul. The, the whole to podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we wanted to meet up before the first airing of the final parts uh, and just get some things on record. Throw in some other locks because we did that in the beginning of the the season. We had our seven episodes. Nothing really happened you know, <laughs> from those. We're still waiting on the uh, the the Golden Palace. Well, I didn't see the the Slip and Jimmy. We didn't watch the Slip and Jimmy flashback true, yeah. thing, but that oh, was part of the Golden yeah. Palace thing. Was that it was a flashback show? It just started in the nursing home, and then he would say, mm. "Picture it, Cicero." 1982 and then it would go back in time so i i don't know if that's mentioned in the slip and jimmy show like in the beginning maybe we'll have to take a look take a look watch i may have got a lock or a partial lock yeah so we wanted to get some things on record just three things from each person nothing overly complicated no no point system just uh just some friendly chats among some fans of the show uh so who would like to begin? I don't know. I feel like it hasn't been long enough. Oh yeah. Is it, do you yeah. guys feel like it it was like just like a couple weeks ago? Yeah. That we yeah. completely feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we didn't get a full summer vacation. Yeah. We just got yeah. a couple, we got spring break and now we're starting summer school. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't even thinking about this. I think I'll go ahead. I'll start. I think I think my first prediction is that this will be the lowest rated uh season premiere and like premiere in quotation mark or season in quotation marks because it's the start of the second half of the last season but i think the the ratings are going to be pretty low for this return um because hmm. with the, the there's there hasn't been enough absence for making the heart grow like it's the middle of summer people are making plans to go on vacation it's july hmm. I mean other people not you guys judging by the looks on your faces <laughs> other people are, out and about and going on vacations and well, whoa, 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 whoa. Out, outside <laughs> in the world what, look, what, what are what are plans what, what is that the weather out plans. the weather out of doors is beautiful i have news for you fellas hey i've been out there as i mentioned pre-pod i got poison ivy so <laughs> oh, oh no. never going so back outside again living Boy. things yeah that was the first time in the pandemic that I've been outside and I got poison ivy. Uh, so never again. No, that's inaccurate. Yeah. Never again you're getting poison ivy or never again you're going outside? Neither. It can be two things. Uh, <laughs> be I, after that poison ivy bout, I bought gloves that like you would reach into a bubble boy <laughs> kind of environment with. Uh, so they're basically gloves that just go around my head. Uh, my body. Just a full beekeeper's outfit. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you really think this is going to be a low-rated return? I do. I to me. I haven't seen a ton of, like, promotional materials happening on social media. Yeah. Uh, I haven't been watching uh, 
AMC's television. Um, but it doesn't seem like a lot of excitement has been drummed up for this that's, return, right? Yeah, I think that's fairly accurate in the marketing aspect of things. I think there's still going to be some a lot of people that are, oh yeah, it's coming back. And I would would I would be stunned if in the next couple of days you're not flooded with a bunch of a bunch of stuff. But yeah, it really seems like dark winds is <laughs> is all they care about right mm-hmm. now. I yeah, I, I I think that's right, and I wonder about that if only because without comparing it to other shows let's compare it to breaking bad i think there were a lot of people who were excited about the final season of breaking bad because there was always the possibility that that um walter was going to go out kind of uh guns blazing mm. which he kind of did actually um oh, he did. and I, I think better call saul has taught people to appreciate the show on the level that it wants to operate on which is just like this is a very sad depressing story about someone who loses their soul and i i guess people are it's not that they're less enthused you know like but they're less ex- they're less excited that's the same thing sorry uh, <laughs> I, I don't know but like there's something about there's something about um it's it's less of the thrills that breaking bad you know yeah. would promise and more of like the character development which mm-hmm. we all love but i think to the average person it's basically just like yeah i can't wait for better call Saul back. finally get you know tie a bow on all that character development you know i, I, I think it just doesn't <laughs> yeah it's like it's ramping up to a big like uh like a, like a summer yeah. blockbuster here it comes everybody look exactly. out exactly yeah. exactly the greatest crossover yeah. of our time yeah. <laughs> which which breaking bad kind of did because the villains in the final season were like literally nazis where it was basically just yeah. like oh i can't wait till walt finally gets them yeah um you know um, and it's still layered in all like the other good stuff too, but uh, yeah. Yeah. You know? hmm. Meth, Meth Damon, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably one of the creepiest villains in that show. Yeah, because uh, he was so going back calm and, and normal, yeah. but also an yeah. absolute awful human being. Yep. Yeah, and they do a great job of kind of really highlighting how much of a psychopath, sociopath. Mm-hmm. Yep. uh soulless monster yeah. he is in el camino yeah um, yeah. yeah oh god so 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 good um yeah it's it's right. like the movie it's it's like a movie sociopath you know like a cackling sociopath you would just be like if that person lived next door to me like i would move but like the way he plays it it's so relatable and like mundane in a way where it's just like there could be like five people like this living right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that he just like would always call Mr. White and like stuff like that. Like it's just like yeah. he seems yeah. like he's respectful, but also is it just a terrible human being. Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh I don't think we'll see him. That's one of my predictions. Uh we're, we're oh. not gonna see no it's not locked it's it not. in. No, nope, I locked no. it in. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, but just to tie up uh, Brian's prediction there, I can see it, see that being the case, but I also think that we're going to be surprised by how well uh, it does. I think that you're right in that that the return, it's going to sneak up on people because mm-hmm. it hasn't been a, a good while. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's going to increase with each with each week, so that that finale is just. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think if they did it so. end of August, beginning of September, I feel like people would be like ready. Yeah, this is a fall show. In. This is a fall show. Yeah, it is, it yeah. Is a fall show. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Michael, what do you got for us? Mm. Um, 
I made this prediction before, but I stand by it. A lot of my predictions so far have been wrong this year, but I still feel Kim is going to show up in Omaha. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get, get at least one episode that is the black and white, um, you know, the, that, that is the future, basically. Like, you know, we spent too much time season for season in that, in that uh, you know, realm to not kind of get it fully fleshed out and kind of put a button on the end of the story. So that's yeah. what I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh my thoughts on that are that it ties into my second. So if you don't mind, I'll just bring it up now. Um, and that is, it's more of a, I'm not a betting person. I mean, I play the lottery, but I don't do like the fan duels or the, any of that stuff. But I think the term is parlay where you make a bet and then there's like, like other things that have kind of have to happen. Anybody with me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just lost that sponsorship. You dummy. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> man. Uh, mine is Kim has escaped to Nebraska. Her and Jimmy meet up in the Gene timeline, and we get hints that they're going to revert to old behavior. Mm. Mm. Ah, okay. One of those, like, they're just sitting there, and somebody walks in. Oh, Giselle St. Clair, Giselle St. Cloud, St. Clair, I think, St. Cloud, so Giselle, Giselle. And this also kind of ties into my, I'm doubling down on one of my previous Stone Cold locks that mm-hmm. Kim orders a dust filter for her Hoover Max Extract Pressure Pro yeah. Model 60. So yeah. that, because they did that whole thing where she's like, oh, look, a vacuum repair shop, like when he was looking in the vet thing. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, I'm on it. They're going to do yeah. that. I want that so bad, just so I can, we can see what's his face. Ed, uh, that's name in the show, Ed? I think so, the late Robert Forster. Yes. Yeah, um, um, yeah. One more time that they had this all planned out and then mm-hmm. you know, oh, he's so just great. shooting these take after take after take with uh, different different people, different shots. Uh, <laughs> it was so fun. Just in case. It's CGI yeah. him with uh-huh. using existing footage. <laughs> yeah. and they're like, no, I'm like, didn't he do that in The Sopranos mm. with his mom? <laughs> I, see, I'm picturing the scenario where they recorded him saying a bunch of crazy things because they didn't know how to end it. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> Just in case. Then mold to death. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald Ford is dead today at the age of 84. It's attacked by a wild pack of wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, the scene at the beginning of the episode where Kim just starts calling herself Jessica. This is weird. She <laughs> shows up saying, "Jessica, I need you to do this." Like, oh, I get it. Gotcha. Yeah, I could see that happening, Sam. And I really, really want that to be to be the case for just getting Robert Forster back back in there and just showing how planned out they had all of this at the yeah, you know, for for so long. Mm-hmm. I think would be great. Any other thoughts on Kim to Omaha? Uh, getting hoovered there uh, or my parlays of kind of all that happening. Yeah. Uh, but also like that's a good, that is back. a good ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of them, you know, going to a bar and getting a new Ken wins. Yeah. yeah. And it would and be fun. Last, yeah. Well, no, I just think that if, if they do that, the last shot should just then be at the, like at the, at the table at the bar, just like, in mid like indecision basically and that's mm-hmm. what like that's yeah. what it's gotta be it yeah that's the good final goes yeah. black yeah it's black soprano's black yeah um <laughs> they both got whacked um, <laughs> okay 
<clears throat> excuse me. So Sam, you you got out one with uh, with Kim. Mm-hmm. I had one with Kim. I got one with Kim. Brian thinks the show's going to tank. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the premiere in quotation mark is going to be the lowest rated season premiere. Gotcha. Uh, do you want to throw out a, another one, Brian? Yeah. So let's see. I got a I got a couple just kind of oddball ones. All I've got are oddballs. Uh, hey, none of these have any oddballs. stakes. I got no stakes. Um, let's go with this one. I think we're going to see one more Mr. Show cast member make a, mm. a uh, I know everyone is excited about, is there going to be a cameo this season? Uh, and they're all referring to Breaking Bad characters. I don't give a shit about that. I care about Mr. Show. Uh, so I, I hope uh, at, least, at least one more cast member uh, makes an appearance. We've gotten uh, two so far. Um, we're probably not going to get a David Cross. It seems unlikely, but it'd be, maybe Jerry Minor would be fun. Probably not a Paula Tompkins, but, you know, Jill Talley maybe, or... Uh, I can see uh, PFT popping in and being... I think the more, I, the more char- like, character actor type people are more likely than the i'm a star of the i'm star of podcast bills and yeah the cult hero so yeah. i don't know we'll see. yeah 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 now there was a and i know uh generally we try to avoid spoilers so i'm not going to spoil anything here but there was the release of a rather prominent non-breaking bad uh actor announced to be on the show i did hear uh, that oh i didn't hear anything this? oh yes oh i did hear that <laughs> and then i promptly forgot about it i know what you're referencing now yeah um Michael, yeah. you know who this is <laughs> uh, come on this is the the best clue you can get. this is a pretty <laughs> this, good clue this is it's really great Renee. Renee. <laughs> it's a great clue. A clue. it's a great visual a clue. clue yeah uh, she's wow. pulling on her ear. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Man. Carol Burnett is going to be uh, appearing in the show. Uh, and <laughs> this isn't m- one of my locks, but it just seemed relevant when we're talking about cameos. Catch um, comedy royalty, sure. Absolutely. Uh, and I think she's probably going to be somebody that... I can see her being somebody that helps Jimmy out in like a, in one of the scams. Like so he's running something and and she... Rather than just being a more straight-laced kind of character, I think she's going to be one that's kind of spots his his hustle mm-hmm. <laughs> and just kind of helps him out in some way. And then she's like, "And uh, and I uh, I have every type of classic car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got triples. Uh, three of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Duplicate, triples, triples even. Uh, yeah, we got to get another season of that show, and he's got to be in it. Oh, yes. God, it's such a great sketch. I did read something where they don't allow really any improv on that on that show um but we're talking about uh i think you should i think you should leave yes uh on netflix tim robinson who was performing at io while i was uh also performing at io don't know who he is he doesn't know me but i say that (laughs) i say uh our pads had had crossed um yeah third season of that with him in there um, would be pretty great. And a little bit more improv is what I was was getting at because they don't allow improv in that show. But in that scene, uh, apparently, they just kind of let him do whatever whatever uh, okay. he wanted. <clears throat> yeah. No, I get it. I wouldn't... As a as a control freak, I'd be all mad about mm-hmm. improv. Like, we worked, worked on these sketches for so long. 
We're going to say them as is. These are lines. These are what you say. All right. Uh, so we're talking about this show, and I have no idea where we just left off. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, my prediction is that we'll see one more cast member of oh, uh, Mr. Mr. Show. Yes. Right. Sketch comedy. Yes. That's where we as got a, As got a character actor. That's how this happened. Yeah, our final few episodes, uh, and I'm seemingly checked out. All right. Uh, That's why I, I don't think the premiere is going to have as much ratings. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you're, you're selling me out. on it. You're I'm back me. in September, baby. Uh, you want to jump in, Sam? Oh, okay. I, this month I'm doing a little softball. I think we're going to have a flashback that includes Chuck. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice dark yeah. eyebrow chuck. Yeah. Oh yeah, real dark eyebrows. <laughs> blue tinted. Yeah, that blue. <laughs> <laughs> Little blue, blue hue. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah. I, do you have any guess as to in what manner? No. I'm just being real. <laughs> like, I'm trying real to. Vague. I'm trying to stone cold this lock right now. <laughs> if I just keep it really vague, I will get a win. Yeah. And that's all I'm gunning for right now. I just need a win. Yeah. Low level um, of difficulty, but you get a better chance of uh, getting to some yeah. points. Yep. Yeah. I'd be more a fan of that, of a Chuck flashback that speaks to cer certain circumstances or things that Jimmy is in over what you would typically see in a lot of these shows in these moments and like a ghost character uh, where they're kind of having that conversation <laughs> and, and they're, they're there. Uh -huh. Um because that would be annoying to oh, me. Oh, okay. I thought that you were referring to a previous Stone Cold Lock where uh, Chuck was going to visit Jimmy <laughs> on Christmas Eve, and then Jimmy changes his ways, and they have to reshoot Breaking Bad. Because <laughs> that could happen, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would want to see. I would, I would be fine with seeing multiple Breaking Bad timelines. <laughs> but that is not of which I'm referring um okay any other thoughts on if they, didn't, if they weren't premiering in july they could shift <laughs> yeah. the time of the premiere <laughs> so that it lands on a christmas episode yeah christmas eve mm. totally. yeah and we create a flashpoint um, <laughs> oh, hold on our landline phone is ringing <laughs> you go hit the switchboard <laughs> operator <laughs> not my mom right okay <laughs> anyway yeah where were we we were uh talking about the chuck flashback yeah. uh so any other thoughts on chuck appearing in any capacity uh whether it is in relation to sam's lock of a flashback or and no other details no other details this is <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing but my, one of my predictions was that Chuck comes back as a ghost character. <laughs> <laughs> that you were talking about. <laughs> so. I trust this show to handle that well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. Like, I don't think it's inherently bad. It's all about no. how you do it. Like, like, not like a deep, meaningful, like, let me show you the air of your ways, but like more just like a quick, like he's suddenly in the room with him, like right. dream hallucination oh. thing, where all he does is taunt him. Uh, or something. Oh, you know, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, it's just kind of in his head. Yeah. Like, in yeah. His head? Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Not, not a literal ghost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. That's not bad. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
or like the uh what's his face from uh burt cooper in mad men when he sang that little song mm, Andre yes that's a that you know that's a don my boy don don <laughs> draper dude he, he died recently if I'm yeah mistaken. Mm-hmm. fairly recently yeah um yeah robert morris yeah he, he, it's early this year yeah that's a shame all Who right uh <laughs> so let's go to me uh i will say and this isn't this isn't breaking this isn't breaking lock here i've said this on the podcast before uh as a just a thought of if we see him where we may see him and that is that we will see jesse pinkman and where we will see him is at taco cabeza okay yeah. Oh, right, because it's right by the courthouse. Yeah. Right by the courthouse, catty corner to the courthouse. <laughs> that is a joke for two people on this podcast, I think. Nobody, <laughs> nobody else. Uh, check out the FICO brothers. Um, Matt, PB, PB and J's. What is it? Yep. PB and J. Yeah. Uh, just search that on YouTube and you'll get that <laughs> reference. Anywho. Yeah, I think that it is in the area of the courthouse. And Jesse mentions a couple times about they talk about Taco Cabeza and um, who is it? Uh, yeah, and Jesse within the Breaking Bad World talks about that being the the, the hot spot for criminal activity. That's where we do all our deals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's where they may meet up, or we even just see it as we talk about just have them like around. And yeah. not even being impacting the story whatsoever. Yeah. They're just there in the we background. Like, oh shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. That's that's doable for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's still Michael? You still got one, right? I still got one left. Oh yeah, he you did the ghost. The... Chuck ghost. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck ghost was my number two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh yeah that's my sub that's my sub prediction too that uh that uh, that he has to say but you're and then it turns out it was just like the old uh you know uh old amusement park owner and he would have gotten he's doing it for the insurance money all right so you had chuck ghost and what was the other one? Okay. Oh, ghost, to, Chuck, no, oh, ghost, ghost, Chuck, yeah. Ghost, Chuck, <laughs> ghost, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck, Ghost. This fall on CBS, Ghost, Chuck. Uh, um, my second was uh, Kim in Omaha. Kim in Omaha. And what is your third? My third is, well, it's it's kind of bland, but my third is that uh, the immediate aftermath from Howard's suicide is that it is staged, excuse me, I'm sorry. Howard's murder rather is it's staged to be a suicide um and this just completely racks Kim and Jimmy with unshakable guilt and grief um and that it you know basically just the 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 last couple episodes of this you know regardless of how it ultimately ends up is just a toboggan ride right down into hell basically so yeah yeah safe prediction but i feel pretty good about it so you think lalo just is does that and is like handle it oh i think yeah i think Lalo. yeah 100 he's like, oh, very much it. seems like that guy yeah not my job hey i just did the killing yeah, yeah. so 
and the, the, are you do you think and this doesn't have to be part of your lock not that it matters but uh do you think this is all like the suicide is taking place there or they do a transportation of a body and we're seeing them kind of trying to it, yeah. it look like uh jesse walter moving the the barrel <laughs> and then they have to do like a weekend at howard's <laughs> <laughs> i i haven't done all the character math in my head but i feel like what's most dramatically potent is them having to explain to other people them them having to make up the story of howard coming there and in and and killing himself in front of them so mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the most practical choice for those for them to make um you know but i think that's the choice they're going to end up having to go with because i think there's something so awful about them yeah. having to kind of repeat that story to not only just come up with the lie but like fake the trauma but also the trauma is real but it's real because it's a different trauma like like all that like like what a better way to dra to dramatize the incredible guilt than you know to, to have them tell the story of howard's death that's uh, almost right yeah it's a parallel trauma mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean it's ultimately his death is on their hands and they have to yeah. lie about that yeah definitely pushes them in those because jimmy still needs some to get to that uh saul dark saul soulless mm -hmm. saul kind of thing and i think this is that's definitely something where it's gonna do some heavy lifting yeah dark nice and dark um sam you still got one i got one more and it's that i'm gonna cry during an episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be and I'm not like a super judge. duper crier. I don't cry super easy, but you know, Pixar is just, you know, it takes me down. So, you know, like, I don't know, when on a level of one to 10, one being the easiest of crying and 10 being the hardest, I'd say I'm a seven. So I feel like this is a, it, yeah, you got to do some good stuff to get me to cry. But I, I, this is my prediction. That they are going to reach that that level where I'm going to cry. What is something <laughs> that could happen that would get you there? I don't know. I don't want to know about it because then, <laughs> then if I know, then I'm not going to cry. Yeah. You see? And I need this to be a lot. Even if it's your own idea? <laughs> yeah. I See, I feel like <laughs> even if it's my own idea. Yeah. I'm Unless it's like. I predicted you know, this. I feel I like it if was it was coming. that Christmas episode, I might cry tears of, of joy. <laughs> when Jimmy finally changes his ways, but, um, and his heart goes resizes. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to predict anything because then that's going to throw off the whole crying scheme. Sure. Yeah. You want to let the, let it out. Yeah. In a natural way. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I, I tear, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything on this show that gets me like, like that. I'm not, and I'm not sure there there is like there's. You know what? Not... I feel like it was when Jimmy read that letter that we found out he was faking it. When he read that letter from Chuck or talked about Chuck, I think he put the letter. Yeah, away. he started to read it, and they said, "You know what?" Yeah. That I cried during, and then like afterward, he was like, "Oh, see, that was good. I faked it." Like, but yeah, I think I, yeah. Yeah. That I teared up. Sure. I mean, it wasn't like bawling, guys. <laughs> no, I mean, because there was like <laughs> terrible things that happened on Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, gut wrenching, heart wrenching things, and and I never really like cried or teared so much mm -hmm. through through that show. Whereas yeah, I, I watched, 
either. The Last Kingdom, which uh, is Game of Thrones-like, yeah. uh, but better in a ton of ways. And I'll tell you, uh, I owe a lot of money to the for the water bill because uh, <laughs> the the faucets were not shut off throughout that show. Uh, it's just so so good. So, so good. Check out The Last Kingdom is what I'm getting at. Um, but as far as this show, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I want to be surprised. Now I want to cry. <laughs> yeah, see? I kind of want to. See, I kind of want to cry. But I also don't want to think about it too hard because then if I think about yeah. it too hard, then I'm going to predict, predict something and then I'm not going to cry right. because I'll be like, oh, I knew that was happening. No, it's yeah. when they when they kind of catch you. Like, they, yeah. they hook up. Oh, I wasn't oh, I was no. expecting that thing to happen. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> And the music swells. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. The music swells always going to get you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same you don't want to be sitting there like arms yeah, crossed. I'm on TV. Mm-hmm. I'm a real easy crier and I pretend like I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like when we were watching Stranger Things the other day and I made a joke right afterward and then I looked over and you were crying. <laughs> I don't even remember why I was crying. So. Uh, this season yeah. of Stranger Things, yeah, there's some definitely some, some tears from me for sure. Got no problem saying it. Um, all right. Who still has a. Lock. I've got one left. I got one. I also have one. I have a throwaway. Uh, I don't, I'm just, I wrote this down because I thought it might be funny to see, depending on how the night was going. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> my throwaway is that uh, somebody at some point is going to mention the ship of Theseus. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that's that story where like, um, is a ship still the same ship if you replace every parts. part of the, yeah. Uh, Okay. I, I just thought that'd be a fun thing for somebody to bring up. Uh, but, uh, but it also doesn't seem out of the realm of possibilities right? Right. now okay. that you say it out loud. I feel like that's something yeah. the writers would stick in there or something that Jimmy would bring up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but that's my throwaway. My real uh, third lock, my third uh, prediction. Uh, and we were just talking, maybe I should have brought this up while we were talking about ghosts and things. Um, <laughs> just tro- TV tropes. Uh, I think that my third prediction will be that trope where someone is dying and they, you know, it goes into the thing where like, oh, they get saved, like they get rushed to the hospital and then their life, everything kind of works out great. And then you flip back to them still dying and it was all a dream, oh. Uh, oh, yeah. that classic dying dream trope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that's my, that's my third prediction. I think that's going to happen to somebody. I don't want to. Yeah guess who it's going to be it could be anybody really who doesn't mm. survive um yeah dying dream trope better not be tv's carol burnett I'll tell you that much <laughs> i mean they probably they haven't set she up just her character dies immediately <laughs> and then we follow her dream <laughs> it's just a cold open like they were doing law and order <laughs> all right uh my final... it just went down i don't know what happened <laughs> Yeah, she just kept pulling. Crying. I'm crying about it. <laughs> uh, my final, again, not not anything groundbreaking from from me here. I've mentioned it before on the podcast. I think we are going to see an appearance by Price, and he's going to show up. And uh, this one is a, a twist yeah. from what I said originally. I'm going to keep it simpler. He's going to help Jimmy with one of his scams. Oh, okay. This yeah. is simpler. And then, yeah, you didn't you. Last time had him looking at the camera, right, and doing an interview, like doing a, a uh, not necessarily that. There was some, there would be some subtle-ish kind of <laughs> nod to his character from what we do in the shadows. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, uh, I think this one might be a little more possible. We'll see. Have um, we seen 
Chuck and Jimmy's mom aside from the hospital bed. The hospital bed is Carol Burnett gonna be no wait, never mind. The age doesn't work out. Well, if it's a flashback, the age could be right. Yeah. It, no, it depends on how much uh, grease paint they have for Chuck's hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that'll be in a flashback. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. Uh all right, that is all three. All right, what do you got, Michael? Well, I have uh, less of a prediction and more of a question, as in, do you think this is going to happen? Do you guys think that AMC Plus will get a second show worth watching? Mm. Mm. Why, is your renewal coming up? Is that the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. The past six weeks has just been a desert of just like, ah, uh, I'm paying for this app. Let's click it on and see what you. Well, nothing, huh? Just... Did they give you all the episodes of Low Winter Sun? <laughs> <laughs> uh, dark Winds is interesting. Uh, that's from What's Dark Winds from the from the mind of George R. R. Martin. Uh, <laughs> and I think it was who is it? It was there's like some actor that you wouldn't expect, and or at least the name of an actor. I don't know if it's the actual person. Um, Robert Redford, I think. It's what? Robert. He's not in it, but it's like produced. Robert Redford, George R. R. Martin, which also leads me to believe that's probably not the actor. But if your name is Robert Redford and Joe, I don't think you can just call yourself. Yeah, you would have to be like Robert R. Redford or something. Yeah. Like you can't just. Be it's got to be him then. It's got to be him. Um, but it is a Native American uh, story. Okay. Uh, that takes place on a, it's a murder mystery mm-hmm. with also some kind of supernaturalish elements elements to it. I okay. think it's worth a, worth a watch. It's already been renewed for a second season. Um, right. So there's, there's yeah, that. It didn't look terrible when I saw the trailer. Yeah, I feel like we saw a trailer. <laughs> it didn't follow up it didn't on look it. look terrible, says. Well, it, <laughs> <laughs> That's the bar they got a little. <laughs> but the, doesn't the, isn't the cop played by the same guy that plays a cop on Reservation Dogs? Oh yeah, I think so. That's what threw me. I'm like, what's going on here? This isn't a comedy. Yeah, this isn't, that is... this isn't a coming of age uh, comedy. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that's I do it. recommend. By he the way. was also a badass in Fargo. Yeah, though. he was. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. I mean, that dude. Uh, I can't remember his up, name, yeah. but he's he's very good in everything. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. very very good in everything. Um, all he right. Also, uh, there's a passing resemblance to Robert Forster. I'm just gonna say. No. There is, yeah, there is a little bit, uh, yeah, a little bit there, it, right? You see it, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so about Breaking Goodman, about uh, Better Call Saul. Any other thoughts as we head into the second part of the final season of the prequel to Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul? <laughs> uh, Can't wait. Yeah, I'm still bummed that they didn't go with a, a three camera sitcom of Gene. <laughs> at the Cinnabon. Uh, instead, they went with the drama on AMC. It would have yeah. been a fun twist just yeah. watching a black and white three camera sitcom. Yeah, I mean, cash in and go. It doesn't have to be black and white, but I like it black and white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one final question, and maybe this will be better answered at the end of the series. Do you think this is the end of the Breaking Bad verse? I. I worry, I don't want them to do any more. I was worried about this. And I kind of just don't want them to even try anything else because I don't want them to fuck it up. Yeah. But I feel like it's a cash cow. So they're just gonna, they're gonna run it into the ground. Yeah. 
I think AMC would like to continue doing it. I I would like to think that Vince Gilligan's like, no, we're good. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah. If Vince, contrary wise though, if Vince Gilligan comes out and says, I wasn't sure until we kind of came up with this story and I realized we, we really had a story to tell, mm-hmm. um, that would make me go, okay, I'm in. I, I trust you. Cautiously yeah. optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. In the same way that when they announced El Camino, I was just like, no, do we need this? And just like, I, I thought El Camino really worked. So yeah. Well, I guess it could be Golden McGill, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's it's all in Nebraska, retirement home in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, well, then we'll leave it at uh, leave it at that. We are back in a week. Oh my god. Discussing the first first episode. Uh, I'm not sure right now if they're releasing one or two like they did before. Hopefully just oh, one. Yeah. yeah, I don't like them when they release two because I like to go to bed. It's <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bed is nice. People like sleep. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. And thank you all for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye. 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 Bye.